You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Peace and blessings, brothers and sisters. Brother Priest. This has come out of my people 2020 and I'm here with Mr. Lynn and we just need to make you all aware of something very quickly. So brother, I'll let you go right ahead, sir. Yes, sir. So, so me and the brother were, were having a, uh, a dialogue offline about everything that's been going on surrounding the COVID-19 uh, uh, pandemic, um, as well as uh, just, you know, sort of chopping it up about, you know, what we see as far as what's happening financially to uh, mitigate the, the crisis, because there's been a lot of you know, obvious, obvious economic instability um, as a result. And so uh, the brother had informed me um, about a, a, another brother that actually uh, was able to receive uh, a stimulus, even, even though his status is as a, uh, as a business owner. And the thing with that is, it's like, you know, you have to think about it. Okay, well, they're giving, or or they're they're offering relief to business owners as well as um, employees. And so, you know, we thought about these things, and you know, uh, the, the the brother said that what appears to be happening is that Donald Trump has established a pattern uh, just from a standpoint of uh, making ac acquisitions. And we've talked about these things at length, um, you know, within the nation and within the public for, you know, the better part of a decade. And with, you know, it, it, this information is public. So you can go out and look at uh, Donald Trump's history from a business perspective and you can see where uh, he's continually um, going through bankruptcy cycles. So what it appears is afoot, and this is just, um, you know, there, there, there's no way to, you know, say whether or not this will happen or whether it won't. But think about it from the perspective of your own personal finances. So. You go into a situation where, for whatever reason, there's an unseen event or circumstance that causes you to have an outlay of economic value, and it leaves you empty to meet your other obligations. So you go down the street around the corner, 
and you go to a payday lender and you're able to uh, to to get approved for a payday loan but the thing is is that it's a payday loan so that means that on your payday you're gonna have to pay that back so that's normally what will happen at a individual level but you gotta think about this in the macro sense or at the macro level because we're talking about a nation so what it appears is getting ready to happen and, and again this is not definitive you know we don't want anybody to you know go out and make decisions based on this we just want you to keep your eyes open and your ear to the streets to just be more observant about what's going on around you because you know what there's one thing there's one saying that is uh, prevalent in economics there ain't no such thing as a free lunch and you better believe that this beast is going to extract every ounce of value out of you that it can, even if it's two cents. So it, it looks like what's going to happen is, is that Donald Trump, in extending all of this relief to employers as well as employees, it looks as though um, he's borrowing from the future the same way that you would do if you're taking a payday loan and just because you do that it may offer you relief in the current term but you're basically just kicking that debt off or postponing that debt to the future so with that being said um, it would it would logically seem to make sense that there would need to be a recouping of those charges uh, from the people since they were extended to the people and you got to understand you know um, the federal government is in all from all intents and purposes it's an employee it's an employer and all of these the, the persons you know whether it's a business whether you know it's a uh, flesh and blood living soul walking around with a uh, 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 corporate status or, or straw man as it were it's the same thing it's the exact same thing how the question is how do you settle that debt how do you recoup um, or from the perspective of the federal government how do you recoup that charge because the, the federal government doesn't pay anything they just pass those charges it's a pass-through they pass it on to their slaves no different than if you were in a business, a restaurant business, you were in a produce business, and your cost of your raw materials increases or your, your uh, expenses uh, increase, you just pass that on to the ultimate um, end user, which is the customer. So it would appear that what's getting ready to happen, what, what they're setting up for is to create a, a scenario where they can actually raise taxes, go up on taxes on the people to actually recover, um, you know, that value, recover those, settle those charges. And unfortunately, because most of us don't have our own businesses, most of us are, you know, operating, um, you know, in our, in our flesh and blood, you know, because we haven't made a separation, we haven't gone out here to uh, establish foreign on the record who we are. We haven't started to come out of her and um, 
you know, focus on working together. If you're not set up in this country uh, to uh, operate it with with a, a business that's not attached to your flesh and blood, if you haven't uh, chosen to interact with the public in a in a way that uh, um, indemnifies you from uh, certain liabilities, the brunt of this change, if it comes down, is going to affect you. So, you know, when, when we realized this, you know, the brother was like, we got to bring this to the people. So, um, you know, we really got to be uh, vigilant. You know, we have to stay uh, uh, focused um, and we got to get our head, heads in the game because the only reason why we would have anything to fear is if we're unprepared. And so we got to continue to, you know, stay abreast of what's going on and just continue to share information because, you know, we're here for one another. And, um, you know, the only way that we're going to make this through, make, make it through, uh, you know, this crisis and the, and the ones to follow is if we become better at harmonizing with one another and working together. So uh, with that being said, brother, um, I will turn the, uh, the floor back over to you. Ta-da. Well, brother, uh, you said a lot there, and you hit all the points. And um, I do want to say a couple things. Uh, listen, those in the listening audience, go look up 30 for 30 Small Potatoes. It's about the now defunct former United States Football League and I've said this countless numbers of times on former podcasts. Donald Trump entered into the USFL the second year it was in existence. Now, what you saw with Colin Kaepernick and Donald Trump, uh, you all got to hear me. What happened was. The NFL would not let Donald Trump in in the 80s. Donald Trump holds grudges. So all these years later, when his polls were dipping, where his popularity was, was waning, he starts this feud with the NFL. Now, he has a pattern of doing this. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to encourage anybody to, to love him or hate him. That, that's your thing. I am just, just want to point out to you the patterns here. When he is facing, well, he was actually impeached somewhat, you could say. He was and he wasn't. I mean, the Democrats impeached him, but the re Republicans did not. So what happened during that time Right at that time when this was happening, a third party distraction, a global event, a where a mysteriously now they say there's a this general, military general is killed. Now what I'm saying to you is go back in in, in the news and look at the timing. Look what's, what was going on with him and look what was going on with the the murder or the said murder of this general. I'm pointing that out to say every single time that Donald Trump 
has gotten into trouble. I've been following Donald Trump since at least 2004, I think it was. But I was following him in real estate. And I didn't know anything about this said racist stuff or anything like that. And I watched his TV show when he did The Apprentice and all of that. Now, I'm saying that to say, look at what happened to the U. The USFL is no longer in existence. Just understand that. He comes into the USFL in the second year, I believe it was, and he has all this promising things, and then he's going at the the NFL because he's angry that they would not let him in. Okay, he sues the NFL over monopoly uh, laws. He actually wins one dollar. Now he's still angry at them from the early eighties. The early eighties. And his actions, specifically Donald Trump's actions, are what caused the USFL to fail. The other point is, he has six verifiable bankruptcies on on record. What he would do is, he would buy up a lot of stuff. Then he files bankruptcy and he keeps the stuff while filing a chapter 13. Now, chapter 7 is a discharge of debt, but for the most part, if you don't do a chapter 7 properly, you have to turn the property back over. Okay, with a chapter 13, you don't. You renegotiate a lower payment, so that means if you were paying thousand dollars a month now you might be paying after you filed bankruptcy maybe you might pay four five six hundred dollars whatever but it's going to be less than what you were paying in the first place now because he's strategic and smart enough to know how to deal with the con the economy he would use this he filed six times do you know anybody that's filed bankruptcy once <laughs> Six times. So it's clear that his form of personal uh, checks and balances, balancing out his checkbook, balancing out his commercial affairs. It's, it's clear that his way of doing it is to be somewhat reckless in the spending years and then filing bankruptcy after that. Now. As we're talking about the stimulus, the first thing about the stimulus you have to understand is we're coming upon an election year. This is election year, basically. So we're coming kind of upon an election. So he floods the system with legalized money that the rest of the United States um, politicians did not want to tap into because that money belonged to the people of the United States and the persons. But then he comes around with a second one. If, and, I've, and I'm telling you, I've only seen this vaguely. So 
I can only imagine what's going on if I really took a deeper look. The second stimulus comes. It's supposed to be $2,000 to everybody. Um, it went from the 1200 original one. Okay, after you get that, you're supposed to get another $2,000. And then you're supposed to get $1,000 a month after that. Okay. This one, the they were fighting over because the Congress did not want to agree with it. And what I'm saying is what was happening was they're borrowing. They, tr they had to basically borrow from the future, which is from the next fiscal cycle. The fiscal cycle doesn't start. The actual year that you're living in, which you go by the calendar date, is not the actual year that you're living in commercially, economically. So that year starts in September. I mean, well, after September, it starts like October. So they don't, what they did was they took money from the next fiscal cycle. Instead of tapping into the people and the person's money that belongs to them, they've taken money from the next fiscal cycle, which means the future budget of how to pay everything and run a country could very well be in, in jeopardy. There's going to be less money to run everything. And so these economists have predicted that there will be a recession. So what it looks like is that Donald Trump, I'm not trying to villainize the man. He does enough of that himself. It looks like Donald Trump tapped into the money to give to the people and persons on the first stimulus because he's trying to gain morale for re-election. That's what it looks like. Secondly, to ice, put the icing on the cake, he taps into the second set of stimulus, the $2,000 up front to $1,000 a month. Now, if what I've seen and if what we're talking about is valid, that would guarantee a recession. It will guarantee a recession. What do you got, brother? What do you think? Yeah, Shalom, brother. I mean, I agree. I mean, and when, when you were saying that, that's what I that's what I thought. It's like, yeah, there's going to be a recession because you're causing it. But but the thing is, is, you know, what what's the ultimate end game? You know, it can't be just, oh, well, we're we're creating a recession. You know, what what are you ultimately trying to do? Is it uh, you trying to to ultimately seek a, a reorganization of the affairs of the country, because it's clear with what has happened with the uh, the various quantitative easing uh, cycles that have occurred really since like 2008, you know, the, the buying power of the dollar continues to go down and there's no way, you know, I forget what the, what the, um, you know, what the debt clock says right now, the U.S. debt clock, but there's no way they can pay that money back. So, you know, once you get too far gone, I mean, that there has to be a reorganization of your commercial affairs. It, if you have to do that as an individual, I mean, you definitely definitely have to do that as a, as a state or, um, you know, a nation. 
But, you know, th this is one of the things that I wanted to uh, touch on when you said you said this, you said um, Donald Trump holds grudges. And in my, in my mind, I thought about this, particularly dealing with the, the fallout from uh, Colin Kaepernick and how it almost seemed like the players themselves had a, 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 a grudge against Donald Trump. And to look at it in the... And to look at it through the eyes of common language, or through the, uh, or through the, um, you know, I, I would say the eyes of, of society that you know is, is sort of uh, you know veiled, um, you know through the, the ignorance to government law and commerce, you would think that that was a completely uh, uh, racial argument. Oh well, Donald Trump's just a racist, so that's the reason why. Um, you know, he's uh, pushing what he's pushing and he, he feels the way he feels because it's, this, it's just a bunch of Negroes that are complaining about not respecting the flag. And so when you said that, to me, it's like, nah, this is deeper. This is a situation where you're dealing with an individual that has an inflated ego. He does not um, forgive, it appears. He does not forget. And this was really an opportunity for him, you know, even how he tried to discipline uh, the owners of the NFL, you know, cracking down on them, um, you know, when when really uh, the players were, were really trying to use that as a platform to just bring awareness to the plight of our people, um, you know, it, it was literally like a crack a crackdown of the, um, you know, of the of the overseers. It, that that's what Donald Trump orchestrated, and so. It would seem to me that, you know, that whole, you know, situation, it would seem to me that just him acting that way, it was <laughs> it was really him settling an old score. I mean, that, that that's the bottom line. So if if that observation holds true. You know, again, nobody. Um, well, I'm, I'm just going to say this. I can't predict the future. But the indications are certainly there that he may be setting up for a, a, a national debt reorganization. And I yield. Yes, sir. It, it very much so looks that way. Um, it really looks that way. So everybody, you need to keep your eyes and your ears open. Um, unfortunately, we got a report from Ema, um, mother in the nation, and she explained how a lot of these people, uh, our people, got their stimulus, and they were lined up at the at the um, what do you call that place? The beauty beauty shop where you buy um, the fake hair. So. We gotta be. We gotta think more long term. Um, we gotta. We just gotta do better. I mean, can how can you explain it, brother? I mean, maybe you can say it better than I can. You there, sir? Sorry, bro. sorry, brother. I was having trouble with the mute button. 
I mean, all I can say is, is that, you know, let's let our rational and reasonable minds prevail. And, and, and let's just understand that, um, you know, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. The first thing that always happens when, when things like these um, come down is that the man on the on the lowest, uh, you know, when the rungs on the ladder start to fall, the the, the guy that's the lowest usually dies because he gets crushed under the weight of everybody that's, um, you know, above him. And that's what happens in society, <clears throat> you know, because you're you're because our people collectively are uh, not in the echelon that we should be due to, you know, behavioral issues that we've had. Um, we tend to suffer the most. And so we have to look at, um, you know, when these things come down, particularly, um, you know, matters that actually affect our economic well-being. You know, it tends to be a cascading effect where it will also affect your mental well-being, your stability, and, you know, fear starts to set in. But, you know, we got to just recognize that <clears throat> every crisis is an opportunity. We got to look at it that way. Those that are prepared, prepared, those that are in the know, those that, um, you know, share information, share perspectives, um, which is really like a token of love and appreciation which at one time was something that just came naturally to our people. But because we've adopted some of these egocentric um, perspectives where, you know, we think that um, collective, uh, collective improvement and collective progress is a, a mutually exclusive phenomenon, which is not, you know, we tend to not see, you know, these crises as opportunities. And so I would just, again, encourage, you know, those of you that um, have an ear to hear, you know, look to just, just try to see the bigger picture. You know, try to, to see what about this experience may have been unsettling, may have been destabilizing, and then just make a pact with yourself to, you know, educate yourself to um, become more aware of ways to mitigate those types of situations so that if the same thing happens, it, it's, it's manageable. You know, it's something that you're not being reactive to, you're being proactive um, about. You know, and, and, you know, that's one of the ways in which, um, you know, collectively uh, we can get to a place to where, um, you know, these things don't... Um, you know, they don't they don't affect us so much they're not so invasive they're not so um, destructive and damaging you know we just gotta we just gotta really start thinking more on the collective side and we have to be more proactive than reactive and it's it's, it's one thing you know this is the the, the other central point is just self-government I mean the only thing that we're saying is that we have to improve as a people with respect to self-governing and that's what, you know, that's what this nation is about. And part of that is, again, just continuing to uh, remain aware, to remain informed and, you know, to actually apply these things. So, you know, that, that's, um, I guess that's about it, brother. Uh, I'll, I'll turn it back over to you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Exactly. I mean, 
listen, bottom line, love thy brothers and sisters. Love them. I'll tell you, I spoke about this before. I was out in public twice. And once I went to the dollar store, uh, dollar, what is it? Not dollar, dollar tree. And I was using the debit card and it sometimes it has a problem swiping, right? So I tried to put the chip in and I didn't put it all the way in and it didn't because the thing I was getting was like $2.11. So it was like it, it didn't go all the way in. This sister saw this. She walks over to where I am. She stands there for a second. She sets down $5 and then she walks out. And she, the natural love for our people, I could see it in her. It, it just came out. Now, then another time, about two weeks after that, I, I went to the Dollar Tree, and <clears throat> this is a different one. And um, I went in there, and I saw this uh, older sister with a with the um, handkerchiefs on, right? And I said, ma'am, where did you get that from? She said, well, I got the last ones. And I said, okay. So she says, you know what, baby? Here, I'll buy this one for you. And she, it, no, it's only a dollar, but she paid for it. Now, when I'm saying, and she was married and she was a woman of elderly age. So she looked like she was probably 65 or something like that. But I'm saying, is naturally coming out of these sisters. And we, particularly those of us as men, we got to respect that. We got to show our love towards that. And we got to be that way towards one another more and more often. And we got to protect these women, brothers. No matter how you think they act, no matter what you think, we got we have a, a natural law responsibility. Anything you want to say in closing, brother? Yes, sir. Um, nothing in closing other than than I just I, I concur, brother. I mean, at the end of the day, you know we're 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 sons of the Most High. You know the scriptures tell you that we're sons of the Most High. So <laughs> you have to. Conduct ourselves like we're the sun. Be the sun. Be the light. You know, be be a guiding light. Particularly if you're dealing with a if you if you have a consort or you, or if you have a woman that um, you know in tow that you're that you're having to cover. Be the light. You know, it's it's not about <clears throat> reciprocity so much as it is you operating in your role and just letting that nature take its course. Because I don't care who you are. From time immemorial, the people have loved to bask in the warm glow of the sun. So, brothers, just be the sun, and everything else will take care of itself. I yell, brother. Praise the Lord. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back to you again soon. All praises to the Most High Almighty. Shalom. All praises to the Most High. Shalom. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. 
That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 